0: Anyone that's listened to us for a substantial amount of time knows that I personally have trouble sleeping. Um, Over this last, what, four years, five years now, however long we've been doing this poor little podcast, I've frequently mentioned that I don't sleep well and that I have to take some kind of sleep aids. And then I got to the point where I was almost immune to the sleep aids because I would sleep two, three, maybe four hours and then just be wide awake and eventually drift back to sleep and just kind of set myself up to be groggy all day. Well, recently I found that I sleep a whole lot better now. And if you go and you listen back to the episode we did with Fee at the beginning of this year, Um, we did, we both did a lot of talking about how we just can't turn our minds off. Like, you know, just laying in bed before falling asleep, having our minds going and thinking about a million things. And then even after falling asleep, you know, you're having dreams. And so your mind is still going. Like I've, I don't have that sense of, man, I fell asleep. And just like that, I woke up and I've been out for four or five hours. Like I'm always cognizant of me being sleep. And then when I wake up, I was like, oh, shit, I've only been sleep three and a half hours and then trying not to, you know, move too much or think too much so I could drift right back to sleep. Well, recently I've been sleeping a whole lot better, like to the point where I'm not taking any kind of sleep aids, I'm not doing any any tricks of sleepy time tea or whatever you do to, to go to sleep. I've just been able to lay down and drift off and sleep peacefully for the most part. And if you listen to our prior episode towards the end, I mentioned I was listening to um, a podcast that I normally listen to It's called um, sports with Katie Nolan. And she basically did a 30 minute solo about how she, she battles depression and, And in her her everyday job, she kind of jokes at herself as a coping mechanism of, oh, I just don't get anything right. That's typical Katie and this, that and the other, just so that she'll be able to continue to function as an adult. And basically what led her to her confession is that she was supposed to book a guest for a show and and they got their wires crossed. And then and then like normal people would just take that in stride. But it really affected her to another level that really kind of triggered her depression. But you still have a job to do. So you just can't sit there and sulk. You have to get there and you have to basically perform. I mean, she's in entertainment, sports journalism. They're kind of synonymous at this point. So what do you do? You you go out there and you just bear your soul. And I think that's what, from its inception, what these J Speaks have become. They're They're just me bearing my soul it's like here is my diary here is my journal and instead of writing it down and, and tucking it under my pillow or in my nightstand or typing it up on my computer and then saving it in in a file and ducking it in a file and ducking it in a file under some obscure name I'm sharing it because I know that I'm not the only one and it helps when people hear things and see things and And they realize, oh, shit, I'm not the only one. And I and I didn't realize this until I guess you can say a lot of a lot of the Me Too movement made it more visible in my eyes, because when stuff would happen, you know, whether it was with the U.S. Gymnastics or whether it was Bill Cosby, whether it was Harvey Weinstein or, or whoever. That comfort that you get in knowing that, oh, I'm not the only one. It helps you kind of get through whatever it is that you're going through. So in listening to that podcast and in conversations that I've had on my own podcast with Well and, and the guests that we've had, I remembered back to we did a segment where I mentioned that and I think this was the same episode with Fee, by the way. You need to check that episode out. Um, I'll put the, the name of that episode in the in the in the comments or whatever, but we said that sadness usually has a source. I'm sad that my dog died. I'm sad that I broke up with my significant other. I'm sad that I didn't get the job I applied for, this, that, and the other. Whatever that sadness is, you usually can find a source. And I think the thing about depression is it either has no source or it has all the sources. The depression seems to be like a quicksand. Like one thing goes wrong, then another thing goes wrong, and then another thing goes wrong and you just can't get your footing. So you really just just give up. You just sit there and you are like, okay, nothing's gonna work for me. I'm just gonna lay here and I'm gonna wallow until stuff starts going my way again, or at least until stuff levels out enough That I can get back up because I'm just getting punched and I'm getting knocked into the ground and I can't find my way out of it. And a lot of people, you know, there isn't anything physically you can do. There isn't anything mentally you can do. You just have to go through it. And I feel like. Me personally. I've been that person who just eats it, you know, hey, I'm depressed. I may not know why or I may know why I may look at my life and say this isn't where I thought I was going to be. This isn't where I think I should be. What fucking decision did I make wrong to get to this point? But I've also been the person that's like, okay, I'm not going to let this tear me down. I'm going to focus my energy into something else. I'm going to start eating right. I'm going to start cooking. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to pick up a hobby. I'm going to start reading. I'm going to play video games. You know, what, whatever your, your choice to, to stop thinking about yourself in kind of a, a, a desperation or disappointed mind frame just to be able to, like I mentioned, function as an adult, the fake it till you make it the, the wear the smile while, while you're, 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 you're crying on the inside or, or whatever. Um, And I think with me, a lot of that affected my sleep patterns. Like. I felt like not being able to turn my mind off, being stressed about so many situations at one time. Affected how I slept, because I would literally go to bed thinking about a situation in my life. I would wake up in the middle of the night thinking about that situation in my life. I would wake up first thing in the morning thinking about the situation in my life. I would dream about having about that situation in my life like it was a nonstop. Boom, boom, boom. Anytime I had a free, free thought, I would think about that. I would be at work and it's like, all right, cool. I don't have to focus on this assignment right now. Let me think about that. I would be recording the podcast and well might be talking and I might be picking up bits and pieces of it. But at the same time, my mind is elsewhere. I wasn't able to give my focus to the task at hand. And I don't know if that falls under depression. I don't know if that falls under sadness. I don't know if I went to a therapist, they would qualify to be something else. Who knows? But I felt like the more that I become comfortable with who I am and the situations that I'm in and realizing that. I've never met one person that is like, oh, yeah, my life went as planned from point A to point fucking Z. There were no missteps. There were no stumbles. There were no hurdles. And everything was just perfect. I've never met that person. And to think that I would be that person is preposterous. Like that's that's just not going to be who it is. I'm not going to be who it is. That's just not the way that these things work. And. I know I'm not telling y'all anything new. Hell, I might have told y'all this before in multiple podcasts because this poor little podcast has over 220 episodes for anybody that was wondering. Is that the knowing it and the accepting of it are basically two completely different things. And I think I've known that for a long time, but I've reached the level of acceptance And I've always said, you know, what's meant for you is meant for you. It can't miss it. You can't miss it. It's going to happen. You can't dodge it. It's inevitable in my Thanos voice. Like it is, it just is going to happen. And anything you do to avoid it is probably just a step that's going to push you closer towards it. But the actual acknowledgement of that, the acknowledgement of, you know, if I'm meant to be married that's going to happen if I'm meant to have children that's going to happen like y'all know I'm more spiritual than religious but I do believe in And I guess would would it be manifest destiny if it was spiritual I don't know again this isn't anything with I'm not looking up shit I'm just freestyling but What's going to happen is going to happen. Everything plays a part and a role for a reason. So although I'm sitting here on X day of the month and X year and thinking I'm wasting my life away. I'm actually right where the fuck I'm supposed to be. Whether I'm doing the best I've ever done in my life financially and I'm doing the worst emotionally or vice versa. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. So I'm saying all that to say as anybody that's listening to this and you feel like "Hey, shit or you feel like, you know, you're not achieving your destiny and achieving your goals or whatever it is, what have you, you're probably exactly where you're supposed to be. The thing is, is. What is it going to take to get to that next step in your life? If, if if life is a game and there are different levels, how do you get to the next level? What do you do to get out of the level that you're in, whether you're unemployed and you, you're trying to get to the, okay, I need to be employed now. Or it's like, okay, I'm single. What am I doing to make myself more prepared to be in a relationship? What am I doing to make myself more prepared to have that lucrative job. I'm, I'm, I'm done at this level of not having a career, just having a job. How, how do I make myself more, more marketable? How am I, how am I improving myself? Cause although I believe that we're, where we're supposed to be, it's our responsibility to be improving ourselves. It's our responsibility to be like, I'm not going to be this same person a year from now. I'm not going to be emotionally unstable I'm not going to be unhappy I'm not going to be in a bad relationship like whatever you are that that's that you feel like there's a weight on your shoulders what are what what kind of gym exercises are you doing to get that weight off of you and I know a lot of people are going to therapy hey that's cool I believe everybody could use some therapy do I believe everybody should go to therapy no because I think there's a lot of self-realization that people need to go through And you don't really want, you don't really need somebody to tell you that, but you want people to tell you that. And nine times out of ten, you want people to tell you what you want to hear. Shannon Sharp said something on his um, on his show, and he says, you know, I don't want friends to tell me what I want to hear. I want friends to tell me what I need to know, because those are the people that really care about you. They not sugar. They might sugarcoat it for you, but they're they're not going to tell you what you need to hear. Hey, you know, I know this is what he wants to hear. I know this was gonna make him feel better. Now you need those people that are gonna tell you the reality. And I'm thankful for the people that I have in my life because they tell me the reality. And I know I don't want to hear that shit, but they tell it to me anyways. Because, and it's and they tell me tell me what I need to know because they care about me. If they didn't care about me, yeah, let me just tell him what he wants to hear and tell him, you know, go and buy this business, whatever. But the people that truly care about you are gonna tell you exactly what you need to know and not what you need to hear. I forgot where I was going with all of this, but um, yeah, I sleep, I sleep better now. I feel like I'm less stressed um, not minus a few things that, you know, will will give me some some anxiety for, for a short term. But I mean, I'm human. What do you expect from me? What do you want? It's just a little podcast. I mean, come on. I'm not top five in Appalachians or anything like that. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. With that being said. I'm watching the guys from um, RDC that do all the little skits on Instagram and YouTube and stuff. I'm watching them when they meet LeBron and it's like I'm sitting here. I'm watching basically what are complete strangers because I've never met these dudes in my life. And they, you know, meet their idol or whatever. You know, he did the skit. Skit was crazy funny. And I'm sitting here and I'm genuinely smiling and happy that these people are getting recognition for the hard work that they put in. And and it's like only the hard work that we see, because I know that there's harder work behind the scenes coming up with the ideas, filming them, you know, going through all the different cuts and the takes to, to get it perfect before putting it out. And it's crazy that I can sit here and I can be genuinely happy for complete strangers. And then there are people that I know and I've known for my whole entire life That don't genuinely get happy when I'm successful. And there are times when I'm just not genuinely happy when I'm successful because a lot of the stuff that I feel like I've done or that I'm doing right now or it's just like things that were supposed to happen. Like, yeah, I was supposed to go to college. I was supposed to get a good job. I was supposed to do this. I was supposed to do that. So it's like a victory in a sense, because, you know, I, I do. Feel that you should celebrate your accomplishments and everything like that. That's why I, I buy so much shit. But also, it's kind of like, and this is just what was supposed to happen. Like, I was supposed to be good at this, and I was supposed to be good at that. And you know, I, I don't know. I, I I'm a hundred percent sure that nobody knows their predetermined destiny. But I do believe that destiny is predetermined. But you know, you just out here and you. Finding your way until until it hits you and you hit it and it's like, oh, this is what I was put on earth to do, whether I was put on earth to do it a long time or I was put on earth to do it a short term. I feel that we all have a goal. We all have a path. We all have something we're here to do. And so. I feel like. Although my path led me to be in Charlotte, I don't feel like Charlotte is the end all be all. I feel like the only reason that I'm still here is because I have not yet fulfilled the purpose of why I was supposed to come here. Like, honestly, I don't know what that is because nothing really makes sense a lot of the times. Like, you know, why am I here when we're working remotely? Why, you know, why this and why that? Why did this happen in Texas when I left Texas? Why didn't this happen while I was in Texas, you know, and it would have benefited me, this, that, and the other. So a lot of the times, You kind of look and see, you know, why hasn't this happened to me? Instead of looking at the things that have happened to you, like, you know, why did I get this this job? Oh, because I'm talented. I work hard. Why did I get this vehicle? Because as a result of my hard work, I can afford this shit. Like it's 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 not a braggadocious kind of thing to me because it's not like. I'm throwing shit in people's face. Cause I don't throw shit in people's face. Like I'm, I'm happy for the next person that gets whatever. And however they get it, because I don't, it's like what Rick Ross said. There's enough happiness and money to go around. So I don't need the, the feel the need to be jealous of somebody else's happiness. I don't feel the need to be jealous of somebody else's money. Cause it's like, it's, it's out there. They went and got it. That should motivate you to go get it. And if I can help you get to it, I'm more than willing to help because eventually somewhere along the way I was able to get some help as well. And so when I see people that are happy because their hard work is paid off, regardless if, you know, they got a hand up from somebody or not because that doesn't matter in the long run. You, nobody, nobody that I know gives a hand up for recognition Oh, well, when you get to the top, make sure, you know, so, uh, you say you shout me out or, you know, you let people know that I built this and this and this and this because it, it's not about that. It's about helping your circle be bigger, helping your circle be stronger, not necessarily bigger. So going still say smaller, but you want a stronger circle like as as successful as I am. I want my my boys to be that successful. I want my homegirls to be that successful. I want my family to be that successful because They're all a representation of me, just like I'm a representation of them. And I'm not saying that they need to be perfect, because God knows I'm not perfect. But what I'm saying is, when you reach out and you help others, it shows more about who you are than what they needed, especially if you didn't help somebody and you're not walking around throwing in, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm the first one that told such and such that. He should, you know, start playing pickup ball or or go, go get on this AAU team. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. You made a suggestion. This person has the talent. You supported their talent. And I think that's what the biggest thing in our society is missing right now is that we don't support each other's talents. We support the foolery all the damn time. But to support somebody's talents to say, you know what? Cool. You did that. You deserve that. You earned that. Go with that. What you, hey, what you need from me? Just let me know. But, you know, I support you 100 percent because we would rather see people do shady and bad things so we can say I told you so later than to support them doing their dreams and say, hey, it didn't work out. Or, yeah, it started out real tough, but you're going to make it in the end. really, at this point in life, I have nothing left to prove. I feel like the people that know me, know me for the good, and they know me for the bad, and I don't really have a reason to switch up, or to try to be better, or try to be colder, or try to be harder, or try to be smarter, or try to be different. I feel at 33, like, I'm probably not going to say the best that I'm ever going to be, but I feel like I feel like I'm peaking. I'm I'm feeling like I'm I'm hitting that stride. And for some, it's going to be tough to swallow because it's not who I used to be. It's not who they thought I should be. And for some, it's going to be a breath of fresh air. For some, it's going to be them looking and saying, "Okay, this is. This is you finally getting to your final form, your full form, rather. It's like you've you've smelled the coffee or whatever how the saying goes that you know you you are who you are. You accept who you are because I think that's that's what key that's what's key in life is accepting who you are and embracing that person. Yeah, you can always constantly want to be work to be a better person, you know, and that's you know to try harder to. Be healthier or whatever, you know, whatever your goals may be, you can always strive to want to be a better person. But if it's the realization that, you know, if at the end of the day, if on this day in history, I didn't become any better or I didn't become any worse, would I be happy with the person that I see in the mirror? And I think I've reached reached that understanding that, you know, this person in the mirror, despite all the flaws and everything It's still an amazing person that I'm proud to be. And this is a person that I would put in front of anybody from the custodian at KFC to the president of the United States. I would present this exact same person with no deviation of how I interact with these people. And to be proud of who you are and not chasing. Clout, the acceptance of people who you don't who you don't even know. I find that to be a very rare thing. And I'm sure that anybody listening to this knows at least one person that, you know, just doesn't give a shit about what anybody thinks and, and genuinely means it when they say it. They're not just saying it to sound cool, like they genuinely mean it. Like like J. Cole said, you know, it doesn't matter what happens from this point. The shit could go up. The shit could go down. I don't live through it all. I'd have seen the worst of the worst and, and I've seen the the best of the best, the highlights and the lowlights from not being able to pay bills to having a surplus of income. Like I've seen it all. I've done it all. And if, and if it all ended today, it was a hell of a life. And it was a life that I'm proud of. Do I hope it extends? Do I have, hope I have more accomplishments? Of course, you know, everybody does. I would hope, but to, and to not sound morbid because it sounds a little dark, but If this is how it ended, I don't think there's one single person that wouldn't be proud of me.